Today in the podcast, I have a lovely lady by the name of Jodie Jewell today on the podcast. She's a singer songwriter and her main passion is really bringing to people's awareness about the huge story of human displacement across the planet as a result of war, disasters and all the rest of it. And she's using her music to bring an awareness to this. Now I'm glancing over at my other screen here. So if you're looking at me looking over, that's what I'm looking at. I just want to read out a couple of um, points here that Jodie has on her website. And she says she creates music to increase awareness of the stories of refugees and immigrants. She hopes to spark our imaginations and encourage us to compassion and action. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to have, great to be here. Now, some of the stats that you've mentioned on the front page of your website are shocking. Um, and I think that a lot of people are not aware that the damage that war is creating currently with the Ukraine in previous years, Syria, Afghanistan, and many more. And you have a stat here, and you just were updating me before we started this recording here, that more than a hundred million people worldwide have been forced out of their homes and they've had to relocate and they've had to move their families out of their communities. And some families even get completely separated. And I heard that story just this week of one family from the Ukraine that were together in one unit in their location in Ukraine. And suddenly one part is in Poland and other parties in my home country in Ireland and so on. And you hear of children being sent away from their families. I mean, it's a heartbreaking story. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, even last year, the stats were saying 82 to 84 million, depending on who you talk to. And just in the past month or so, they've come out with new stats that say it's more than 100 million people, which is like it's... more than 1% of the entire world's population. Yeah, I mean, there have been reports in our own country recently here of some politicians from the Ukraine visiting our country walking into a hotel that has been turned into a location for these Ukrainian people to sleep in and try and survive in, I suppose. And even though they're well provided for practically with food and housing and beds and stuff like that, they said that just to look at their faces just down and a faraway look in their eye, thinking about everything that they've been through so far. I mean, it's traumatic. There's no doubt it's traumatic. Um, you also say 50% of refugees around the world are children. 50 percent mm -hmm. and 30 people probably more now 30 people are newly displaced every minute yeah. it is a crazy crazy situation so let's talk about your music because this is what we're really excited about today you have a new single coming out on friday of this week well actually this podcast is going to be released on that day um we're recording now today is the 4th of july on monday and tell us about your new single what what is the story surrounding it yeah, so my new single is called Rescuing Me. It's kind of the first in, in a line of singles that are going to come out for this Upside Down Kingdom project. And um, it's a compilation of true stories of um, refugees from Afghanistan and from the Middle East. And it, I, I feel like it really speaks to the resilience of refugees all around the world, um, that they have this hope uh, that even though their circumstances are really dire, that they're gonna be able to make it through. They're gonna keep on going, keep on trying. And a lot of it has to do with their faith. And um, 
that faith rescues them uh, from despair. I'm sure that they do feel, still feel despair at times, but but they still retain a hope that, that things are going to get better. I think I suppose for many of us, we don't realize how important these volunteering projects are, you know, volunteering to give food to people or volunteering to help or assist or give how important that is from their perspective of just being assisted as they're on their journey. Now, your own musical story. So as I mentioned earlier, you write your own songs, beautiful voice, uh, by the way. So you play piano. And how did your whole musical story begin? Like, where, when did you start into the music world, as it were? Yeah, well, I've been doing music since I was really little. Um, music was always a big part of my family and um, kind of grew up around a bunch of different kinds of music. It's always been uh, something we've done at church. Uh, I've done it at school. Um, went to went to university for uh, music education and taught elementary school music for a little while. And for the past 10 years, I've been the music director at our church. Um, and then about the past seven years, I've been more seriously writing, uh, writing music. Yeah. And what sort of topics have you written about as you write your songs? Currently, you're really focused on this topic of immigration. And wow, it's amazing. Um, so what other topics are you interested in to explore, musically speaking? Yeah, I think a lot of it, because my faith is so important to me, a lot of it is kind of Christian music and worship music that we use in our church sometimes. Um, I've written some kids music, just some silly kind of songs that, that my kids really enjoy. And um, But also, I think um, God has just given me a heart of compassion for the vulnerable, particularly the displaced. And so I think... I think that theme of compassion kind of, it weaves through a lot of my music, even when I don't always intend it to. Right. And where does this compassion come from? Like, have you seen circumstances yourself that really have really affected you deeply in your own locality? Or is it just something that really has affected you just even watching from afar? Yeah, I think a lot of it's been watching from afar. I think my mom would probably say that since I was a little kid, I've always really cared about like the animals that were hurting or the the people that I would see who were who were hurting and would want to would want to do something to help. Um, yeah. But um, most recently, I would say for the displaced, it, it was probably around 2018 when I started getting a little bit more um, aware of what was going on. Of course, it's been going on a lot longer than that, right? Um, but that's when I started seeing things on the news and families being separated, particularly down at um, the United States-Mexico border with asylum yes, seekers. Yeah. And, um, and, and so as I started seeing that, my heart was just breaking. And so I, I, uh, I spent quite a bit of time, probably a couple of years, just kind of listening and learning and trying to understand more about what what's going on what's going on in the world what's going on um down in the southern u.s and um and it really just kept moving my heart to more and more compassion and wanting to do something about it and from your research and what you've learned how can people help in the best way possible because sometimes somebody wants to help and it might be the most effective way so, you know, for people who really are affected by all of this, I've seen in my own country, just to give one example with the Ukrainian situation that's currently ongoing, um, people opened their homes to keep some families with them in their home. And they discovered there was such a contrast in how they lived normally 
that they literally couldn't keep them for long periods in their home and they had to return them back to the government, as it were, to sort them out with alternative accommodation. So what I'm trying to say is like, what is the best way people can help? Yeah, that's actually a really good question because I think I think a lot of refugees, I mean, sure, it would be great to be able to take people into our homes. At the same time, they they would like, I'm sure they would like some independence as well. Right, as they're starting to set up their their new lives and hopefully find a place to call home, um, I think there are a lot of um, a lot of great organizations that are helping that you can can work through. Um, World Relief is a really good one. Um, Lutheran Social Services in in Wisconsin, where I am, uh, does a lot of work with refugees and with resettlement and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, a great thing to help is to just hear stories. Um, I now, mean, how how aware are people in your community of such a thing? How aware? Because right. you, you're in the you're in your church. I'm sure it's a large church in Wisconsin, and then you've got the broader community. And you know, through your work, what have you seen the awareness side of it? How and the awareness? Is it? The how strong is the awareness in your community? I think that that's probably a huge part of it. Is that people are not aware um, in a lot of ways. I think there's um, there's almost an apathy towards it because, uh, at least where I am, we, we do have some immigrants who live in our community, but they tend to keep to themselves and, um, and you don't see them a lot. And so it feels very, very distant from us. And it feels very much like, oh, well, that's them. And this is us rather than, realizing that we are all human beings and we all have a need and a desire to uh, provide safety and provide security for our families. I think awareness is a huge, a huge key to that. A huge thing. This was a topic that came up in our national media here of a primary school um, in the capital city of our country. And what they did was they created this one day event for all the children. And every class was responsible for putting something up in the wall related to some place that some child was from. So like one presentation was about the Ukraine and here the children from the Ukraine and they spoke about their culture and about, you know, what they understood to be theirs. And then the next presentation was maybe somebody from the Middle East and so on it went. And the realization among all the children was even though we're different, we're all the same and how interesting it is. To learn about each other yeah and do you think it needs to begin at, at that level to educate people at that level at you know children's age group and then move it up from there to make change happen um i think that's definitely a possibility uh children tend to see other children as people they don't necessarily see them as a group or as someone who's different than me or you know you hear stories like like that all the time of kids like, oh, I didn't know they were different than me until somebody points it out, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that can be really helpful. I think another thing, like I was just realized, remembering that um, the past several years in, in my community, there's been kind of a cultural fest that they've had for a day where they bring in uh, people from the different uh, different ethnic groups that live in the area and they can set up booths and they can you know, serve food that's kind of traditionally yeah, uh, yeah. in their culture. They can do traditional dances and, and those sorts of things. And I think a lot of that kind of stuff is really great at increasing awareness as well. 
To return to your music, what style do, would people expect to hear of your music? Yeah, that's actually very interesting. I am still kind of figuring out my niche as an artist because I never, I never really expected to be an artist. It was this is my first kind of jump into that. Um, so there's some kind of contemporary Christian sort of feel. There's some that's sort of pop. Uh, one of the songs has almost a little bit of an R&B vibe. That's coming a little bit later. Um, and then a couple of them that have kind of a folk vibe. But um, but all but all of them still ha weave this idea of compassion uh, all the way through them. And, and what's so, your favorite when it comes to the arranging of these songs? You know, you said you're piano and you have a knowledge of guitar and so on. What's your favorite combination of arrangements? Do you like the piano and the guitar together or what's your preference? Yeah, I, I love it when music all comes together. So I love having kind of all of it together. <laughs> yeah. um, I think probably my favorite, I'm realizing from doing this project, probably one of my favorites is, is a folk type style, um, yeah. both because that gives an opportunity for um, almost deeper lyrics. Um, I love those lyrics that are so simple, but they make you like, whoa, I never thought of it that way before, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and folk really provides a really good base for you to really hear the lyrics and their meaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, for people who would love to enter the world of music and want to enter into the zone of singer, songwriter mm -hmm. title, what advice would you give them? Um, you know, nowadays, there's really nothing that needs to stop you uh, <laughs> because there's there are so many avenues to be able to to release your own music. I mean, I'm completely independent. I, I don't have a label behind me or anything like that. And so I, I do all of the stuff myself, although of course in collaboration with other people because I can't do it all myself. But, um, but yeah, you just kind of got to go for it. You yeah. know? And would you, say, would you say that it's good as a young student moving into the more advanced stages of music to start just liaising with people and jamming together and kind of getting used to that whole scene? Yeah, I think that's good. I think the more collaboration you can do, the better. Um, I really don't write music all by myself much anymore. Um, I almost solely co-write. I mean, I still will write once in a while just by myself because I need to get a song out. But most of the time I'm writing with other people because yeah. they have strengths that I don't have and I have strengths that they don't have. And when you bring those things together, it just makes it so much better and so much richer and so much fuller. Amazing, isn't it? You know, great mm -hmm. minds together. Great minds. Yeah. yeah. So what musical secrets have you uncovered so far? I mean, a lot of musicians that we have here in the podcast, they've just made these amazing discoveries, whether it is to do with performance or to do with having impact. What would you say has been one of the major secrets you've uncovered? I think the biggest thing truly is what I just said, collaboration. It's, it's all about community. It's all about relationships, which you hear that from a lot of people, but it's really true. And the more you're able to collaborate, the more you're able to work with people and their strengths and bring what you have to the table, because none of us can do it all by ourselves. Yeah. And, and so that community element is really what, what makes it work. That's one of the things I love about music, right? It's yeah. you can get up there and you can play something in front of people by yourself and it sounds really nice, but bring in a couple of other people 
And it's like, you have that connection and just that, that beauty that bringing music together and having that community element, like you can't beat it. Yeah. And then bringing the audience into it as well as a wonderful exactly. gift as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And who would you have say has created the most impact in your life? Who or what? Sometimes mm. people have teachers who have influenced them strongly or they've had a situation that has impacted impacted their musical journey so what would you say has had the most impact in your life right i think there are a couple of different things i mean definitely one of the big things is um is my is my faith because i i want to be able to express those sorts of things that i that i feel very deeply with my faith um i think also i'm i'm a part of a a songwriting community called writing worship and uh, we kind of focus on songs for the church, which has been really, really good. But they're also really encouraging about wherever your songwriting journey is supposed to take you, we will support you on the way. And so oh, I know that so I have some of my, probably some of my closest friends that I've only met once in person. It's all been over Zoom um, because I live in this, in a small town and there aren't a lot of um, other Christian songwriters here. Um, and so we've just connected online and that's been really, really influential. It sounds such fun, actually. Very it is. Creative. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. I've written with people all over the world. It's it's so great. I have friends um, out on the West Coast in San Fran in the San Francisco area, you know, friends in, in Florida. Um, I've written with people in England and Germany and Ohio and Nashville and it's, it's, it's incredible, so much isn't it? Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, who'd have thought such a thing could be possible like 15, 20 years ago or something? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. And what you might say, Zoom might be the best tool you choose to use, but the question is, is it? I think so. I mean, we, we also use Facebook Messenger sometimes because that's really uh, easy yeah. to work with um, if somebody doesn't have Zoom. Uh, but Zoom and Facebook Messenger and also Google Docs, that's huge. Oh, yes. They're, because they're then you can sure. all be typing at the same time and you can <laughs> then you don't have to say, oh wait what did you say what was that line what was that and you can all just look at it yeah fantastic now it's been great to meet you today on the podcast and you have a new album now you have this new single coming out today which is friday this is when this podcast is going to be released mm -hmm. it's recorded on the 4th of july monday and have you an album then coming out following the single yeah, so I have a full EP that'll be releasing in October. So the plan is um, this this Friday on, Janu on July 8th. Well, we're in July, not January. Uh, but July 8th, Rescuing Me is, is coming out and then it'll be one song a month. And then in October, the full five song EP will be dropping. And can people sign up to a mailing list so they get notified? Yes, UpsideDownKingdomMusic.com. All right, so upside down. Oh, try to say that. Upside <laughs> down kingdom music.com. It's, yes. it's trying to get my words out today. It's not working too good for me today. Right. Well, listen, it's a great story, and I just hope that people are becoming more and more aware of how we can actually help and assist mm -hmm. in a productive way. Yes. And um, it's an important story you're bringing to people's awareness. So thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been great. Though it looks like I'm running, my hope is secure. Though it looks like I'm hiding, my refuge is sure.